guys. Love Talk Radio. Hey guys, good morning. Welcome to the Tea Takeover and the Classic Rock. Okay, guys, good morning. Welcome to Peak Takeover. Today we're talking about being the master and creator. Sorry for the beginning, how little technical difficulties, but we're on the roll. So today is February 11, 2019. So going into this year, I've come to the conclusion that me and a few people, friends of mine that it's just a moment of reflection. It's just a moment of understanding, you know, where we are in our life, you know, how we got there a whole nother year. Um, everyone is have this mentality of new year, new me. I think that mostly comes from, you know, new goals that you want to set that you didn't get accomplished in 2018 or previous years, you know, a new attitude, a new um, sound motivation or, or confidence to, you know, excel yourself in your life to make it how you want it. And that's what I feel like the energy for 2019 is around everyone. I feel everyone to me seems more motivated than they've ever been before. They seem more sure of themselves. And if they don't have those type of feelings, they seem to want to be. And and I think that's a beautiful thing, seeing a lot of people, you know, you know, mentally and spiritually moving towards a place where they're more wanting better for them spiritually, mentally and physically, uh, not just the physical as in like, you know, some people might set the the what's it called the New Year's resolution to lose a certain amount of weight or get this much money. But I seeing people who do want that but also integrating um, their mental health, their spiritual health in it as well. Just want to be a better individual all around. And I think that's a beautiful thing that everyone comes to the realization. I think people are starting to understand the importance of mental health and emotional health, um, responsibility that lies in your hands to uh, putting yourself in the place to have better emotional and mental health and understanding that it's a process. It takes time. It's not just, you know, I want to be better. So you wake up and then you're better. It doesn't work that day. Sometimes you have days where you fall short, you know, or, or you, I call it relapse, where you go back into the same impulsive, you know, uh, behavior that that you feel might have been self-sabotaging or holds you back. But you know what? The best, the one thing that people need to understand is that we're all human. We all make mistakes. That's going to happen. Your attitude, sitting, your motivation for this is the most important thing. It's okay to step up and fall and make mistakes, but you get right back on. Everyone does. Sometimes we are way too hard on ourselves. Life is, there's no real, I feel like there's no real book, handbook on how to do life, how to exist in this world, you know, perfectly. Because, no, again, no one's perfect. Um, my sister came to me the other day, and I'm just using that as an example, and she was just asking me about decisions that she's trying to make for this year because she felt like she's losing time. Mind you, my sister's only 24, 20, 23 going on 24. She's 23. She's very young, but she feels like she's wasted so much time, you know, and she's asking me, well, should I do this, should I do that, and just all these things. I'm like, for a long time, it seems like you've been doing things for the image. And what I mean by that, as I explained, is like what people think. I have to make this person proud to look good to this person. Like when it comes down to certain life decisions, the main important opinion, the most important opinion that matters on this is yours. It's very scary to kind of go against the grain and, you know, do things the way you want it because you're afraid of ridicule and backlash. And one thing that I've come to understand, and I'm I'm 25, I'm like I'm a year and a few months older than my sister. 
people are going to talk about you, if you're doing the best you are, the worst you are, if you're off the radio, off the radar, just chilling by yourself, people are going to say like, hey, I, I stand the way. They're still going to talk about you. They're still going to have an opinion. They're still going to, you know, be in your business and this, that, and the third, even if People, you know, might say, you know, I'm worried about you, but, you know, they're talking about you. And I, I, I explained that to her. So I'm like, when it comes down to it, you know, everyone's not going to like you. Everyone's not going to be okay with your choices. It comes down to your authenticity. When you're authentic to yourself, you you're put yourself in a better space. And I believe that love is being free without hurting someone's feelings. So those who are there for you are automatically going to be drawn to you. You're so focused on where everyone else thinks, you know, you're not worried about what you think, how you feel. That's the energy anyway that I have for, for this year. And today's topic we're talking about you are the master and the creator of your reality and your universe. One conclusion that I've drawn, you know, I just turned twenty five uh, a month a month ago. I turned twenty five December twenty ninth. And I just remember I woke up like sometime in January, I just started laughing at, you know, all the memories I had from twenty one to twenty five, you know, how over dramatic I was, all the cries and tears. And, you know, being upset, and it's like all the small, trivial things that I wasted so much time on or, you know, I feel like when I came into the world as an adult, like basically independent woman, you know, I'm just I'm going to school, I'm working, I'm on an apartment, I'm just out here. And I was talking to my friend, I'm like, I feel like I've just been winging it. And that's the one thing that I know that I've, I was always told, you know, by my mom, she says, you think you know everything, you don't know nothing. And of course, as a as a woman, I feel like I get defensive, and I'm like, I know <laughs> you can't tell me this is my life. You know how how uh, young kids are, young women and young men are. You can't tell me things like they know everything. That's sincerely their train of thought. They know because and it's and it's true. They know their life. They're living it. They're experienced. You can't tell me my experience. Like um, I did a couple of shows and talk about emotional intelligence. Like your feelings are yours alone. So. How I feel is, is me. That's that's who I am. You can't tell me how I feel. You can't tell me who I am. People will try to do that. And someone told me before, don't believe that shit. I never let someone tell me who I am because I already know who I am, arrogant or or whatever. But I feel like it's important that you always have an understanding based on who you are. Now, be objective at the same time. And what I mean by that is, like, understand that you're not perfect. You don't walk, you know what I'm saying, on water. You don't wake up and, and your shit don't think well, but none of us are perfect. So it's understanding, you know, like, hey, I'm a, I'm a procrastinator. I can be a bit lazy. I can be a, a inconsistent. But those are not things that to be proud of. Those things to recognize within yourself that you need to work on and you need to change, especially if you feel like those are hindering your relationships and your progress. But the point I was just trying to make is that we all got out here especially at a young age, just winging it, you know, like what's the best thing to do, you know, and you learn from experience and trial and error, you know, you just keep learning. And that's a part of life. There's nothing wrong with that. But the point that I was that I'm trying to make is that it took me a long time to understand that being a victim is a choice in every situation. Um, if, if you guys listen to my last show when I talk about ending the cycle of abuse is understanding that how we end up in the same type of relationships or situations over and over again because it's not that the person inside of the relationship or situation with us is so much a bad person, but so are we. We're equally as bad because we keep showing up in it. We keep doing the same things that's gotten us to where we have been. For instance, uh, I talked about 
you know, your childhood trauma, for instance, you know, the, the type of love or neglect that you receive from your, from your parents is how you, you know, integrate into a new relationship because, you know, you're used to it. So, for instance, if your mom was emotionally unavailable, um, neglectful, she spent more time laying down watching TV on the, on the sofa, you know, not really in, interested or, you know, in, in, in your life or, or progressing in or, like, taking time to, like, be, connect with you on a deeper level, on deeper level to understand you. End up getting to relationships with people like that, or, or your father, if you, you know, what I'm trying to say. But people can't give you what they don't have. So, for instance, if you were looking for your mom has never been showed, or your dad's never been showed a certain type of love that you feel like you need, they can't give it because they never had it. They don't understand it. So the, the point that I'm trying to make here is that to understand these things is to understand, you know, the all these things are a choice. For instance, you know, you're with someone with a, in a bad relationship and like, how can you keep doing it? And they don't understand. Like, they might say to themselves, you know, or they might pray. Um, they might say, you know, God, I'm a good person. I try to do the best that I can. I know I'm not perfect. I am trying. And it, it's always just, in my mind when people say that, it's always just a way to put your pain and suffering always on an external source rather than, I feel like taking true accountability is seeing your role in everything that you go through. Every choice that you may have that you've done in the past, you know, to where you are now and how you look, you know, um, you might have set a res- resolution last year, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds, yet you didn't go to the gym, you didn't work out, you didn't drink any water, you didn't really eat fruits and vegetables, when you should have been cooking, you ate out, when you really didn't have anything going on. You know, all the things that don't need to take blood, but you know about yourself. And the result is you didn't lose any weight, you might have gained some weight, or you might still be in the same, you know, the same weight. And I'm saying all this to say this. It's like when you understand that you truly are the creator and the master within your reality and responsible for how things turn out, it's, I feel like that's the way to regain your power. That's how it felt to me. When I start to understand this, it, it was a way for me to, to regain my power. By understanding that I control, you know, my reality. For instance, no matter what you want to do, a lot of people are fear-based. They feel like you have, like, a defeatist attitude, and, you, and they psych themselves out. For instance, I was talking to um, my dad. I'm like, hey, you know, and, and I don't think this makes anyone wrong. People just have a certain level of concern. But the point is, you know, I was like, hey, dad, I want to get all this done this year. Just all the, you know, the goals I'm trying to set for myself. And I said within a year or two, I definitely am moving and leaving to California to live. Uh, with my friend, you know, because we both have our careers that we want to start, you know, taking off out in California or Atlanta. And that's we both chose California. And, you know, just, just the, the regular things that, you know, just out of concern for me being his daughter, hey, you know this, before you leave me to have a talk, I want to make sure you took me care of this, all these things, but it was more of like, I don't know if that's a good thing, you know, under it, you can hear it. Like sometimes you, you, you can read in between the lines. <clears throat> And I never got offended by him saying this because I understood where it was coming from. But when it comes to me, I, I, told, I have to tell myself, I said, even if I don't succeed exactly how I planned it, and that's a big possibility, just as the, it's just as big of a possibility that I do win and succeed just exactly how I want, if not then some, I don't want to not go because of that. I want to experience life. Like if I'm going to be here, I want to be in it. I want to be completely in tune with my reality. I want to see myself in the mirror and recognize my, recognize me as a person and being inside of there, 
and that I'm only here for this one time, meaning that this is my only time here. Same thing for us, for you. This is your only time here. And a lot of times we don't really let that sink in, so I think that's why we take most things for granted. This is your only time here on this planet. So what do you want? I want to experience life. Even if I do so, I can come back to Kansas City. I won't be dead. I, I, I always put spelling as the worst thing possible because I said spelling means the end. Spelling does not mean the end. It's a whole other experience. You still have more living to do. We put too much pressures on ourselves. And when we do that, what happens is, for instance, like I said, 21, got into the world. Five years went by. I, I, I can barely remember. It's like I had blinked and I woke up and I was 25. So I'm just so focused on, I got to look good, I got to do this, this is how it's supposed to be, this is how it's supposed to look. I'm not even living, you know, for my own happiness and authenticity. Authenticity, sorry. And I feel like, it, number one, it stirs joy. I spend so much time worrying about the wrong things, stressing about what other people think, you know, all these types of things. I didn't go traveling because I was nervous. I didn't do this because of the whole new experience. I didn't do a lot of things out of mainly out of fear, but I have to understand that those are all my choices. So when I look up and I'm let's say I'm 70 years old, I get to decide. Because 70 year old me, when I, and usually I've been telling my uh, my friends and family, you know, who come to me and we just talk about things I'm nervous about. Doing, I say the main thing I tell myself is future you is depending on you today. So I say, you know, um, today, 25 year old Tifa is depending on 21 year old Tifa to do what she needed to do. She was, and she didn't. She she didn't get it done as well as she should have and could have. Meaning she had the she had the space, she had the opportunities, she had the money, she had everything in her hand to get everything done, but she didn't do it in the capacity that I would have liked her to do it because she could have for many reasons, you know, dealing with just in accident, no one's perfect. We, we don't wake up perfect. This takes time and it takes process. Like, for instance, you want to lose weight, that, that doesn't happen in a day. It's a whole process for you to get better. And we still, you know, we have our insecurities, we have our, our doubts, all these things that are embedded in our subconscious that hinder us from reaching, you know, our full potential, living life, and a way that we experience on it's on a greater level. I feel like when you get out of your head, get out of your head, because a lot of times we we be uh we go through these scenarios, we jump to conclusions. We, we all these things are, are going on in our head, and we miss out on what's happening like right now in front of us. That anything we want to do, we can do what's right. We have that choice. And one thing that I've noticed is that. I was talking to uh, just a random guy before. I don't remember. I just I don't remember what we was talking about with something with you, but he made a point that saying that Americans, most people in America, are spoiled. I think that's true. We are very spoiled because we have a lot of opportunity. We have a lot of you know. We have more privilege than we actually you know give credit to for how we our lives can turn out. And the, the main thing is that your subconscious is really your I think of the right word to say. Your subconscious is really the main thing that's on your side, and how your subconscious is is aligned and understanding your reality is how well you do in it. So, for instance, you say, "I'm not good enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not thick enough. I'm not pretty enough." All those things are all are all in your head. You have those things have been embedded in you, in you whether it was friend or boyfriend or the stuff that convinced you of those things. But those things only rely within you. We all like no one's 
circle. We all have things, you know, thrown at us. And that's why I said the baseline is, number one, creating a strong opinion of yourself. And I said, as I said, be objective. So that means all the things within you that you like, things about you that you like about yourself, things about you that you don't like. And when you write the things about you that you don't like, don't let it put you down. It's recognizing yourself, you know, objectively in a way where you, you're seeing things from all perspectives. Yes, like I said, you know, I'm, I might do this and this like that, but these are things that you can acknowledge and work on. I feel like that's the main way that you take accountability. And don't see it as a negative thing. Be, you know, I'm trying to say, see it's a positive thing that you're getting better, you're working on it. You, you literally are actively every day because that's a choice that you decided to make. Like, hey, I don't want to be this way. No, I decided to say, this isn't going to work for me. I'm not happy when I'm doing this. This isn't really what, you know, that's so great being around me. So, hey, I don't like it. So the first thing I said to do, like you can change perspective and change your attitude. Your attitude is really the, the biggest thing contributor to how well you do in the world, I feel like. You let small things bother you. You let a little setback hinder you or, or make you feel like you feel you have to stop. And that's that's the one thing that the, the funniest and the worst thing that we get so caught up on is op, op, obstacles. The first thing I did this year was I, as I, as I said these things to myself. I lost my job a few days later. And everybody felt so sad. I'm like, I'm not sad. Like, number one, I'm not going to get a job. It's a hard time. But I'm like, it won't kill me. This, this is a hard time. But it's, it's a very frustrating situation, but it won't kill me. So meaning that I am the, how I show up, how strong I am, I am the core determiner of how this turns out. I can crumble. I can fall. I can be upset. I can cuss people out. I can cry. I can this, that, and the third. And if, and if I felt it, if I felt that that intense and frustrated about it, about something that, that was awful that was happening, it's okay to let that out. But my attitude, because I felt like, okay, this is a part of life. It's a setback, a very frustrating one, at really a worse time. But how do I want this to turn out? Hmm? How do I want this situation to turn out? And that's what I did. But, if, you know, I, 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 I went for jobs that I wanted to work at. I'm like, I'm, everybody's like, you just want a job right now? It's like, you're right. Uh, and I'm thankful that I have a good support system and money saved up. So, but right now, I'm going to go for the job that I, wa- I want, and I got the job that I want, the exact job that I want. Because my, my attitude was open. My, I'm sorry, my attitude was positive, and my energy was good, and my, my you know, my heart was open. And I feel like, when you don't let things block your energies or, or mess up your chakra, meaning that you make things make you upset, make you tight, and, and you block the flow of, of energy, it stops you from manifesting in the best way. So one thing that I did, I was like, I'm not going to let that get me down. And I didn't. I didn't let it frustrate me. I didn't let, I didn't let it bring me down to the point where I gave up. I was upset and crying all things I just said before because I knew that what I wanted, I had to have an open mind, a clear mind. I had to have my agendas and my goals set on exactly what I wanted. That's the the main way you're going to manifest it. And I feel like you have to appreciate what you have. Some of us don't realize, you know, the opportunity and I'm mean, sorry, the, the head spot that we actually have, you know, what's small is bigger than most in others. For instance, you know, even if you if you have a, a steady job and you can pay rent 
and, you know, hey, I might not have this money to do this right then and now, but I have enough left over where I can save. Any, or I have enough time where I can get a second job, a, a, a second hobby, something to, to bring them anything. But the main thing that I tell myself is, well, the two main things I tell myself is future you is depending on you today. And also, future you is, is, is depending on you today. And don't be too hard on yourself. Don't. Don't let obstacles or, or tribulations or, or anything, you know, that, that, that might, you might feel like, I'm trying so hard and this happened. Don't let that get you down. It's a part of life. Things are, there's, no, there's no real situation in life where every day it's going to be happy, smile, happy, smile. When you understand that and accept that, things will go a lot better because you just move accordingly. Just move accordingly. Like I said, none of us are perfect, but just move accordingly. You lose your girlfriend. You lost your job. Your car gets a flag. You're late for work. You get fired. These are all things that are part of life, but we, we treat those things like it's the end. It's the end of the reality as we know it, and we freak out because, you know, when you're having such a, a routine of your life where, okay, this is safe. For every day I get up, I go to work and go to school. Right, I'm in it. So you don't really have to flex. You need to take risks, and you don't. And you feel like, okay, things going to happen this way. It's like and people tell themselves, you know, happen on your own time, which is true, which is all true. But there's no smooth road to that. There's not. Things happen. I feel like once you get so much in with understanding that you can't have the good without the bad, I think life gets a little bit easier. Because it's, it's, it's all a part of life. It's, it's not like you, you get to this point, and I want to say this, where you feel like I've worked so hard on myself mentally. I'm in a good space mentally, and, and I'm, I'm so strong in my, in, my, in my mental state. I'm in a good space spiritually, meaning I, I'm, I'm manifesting at a greater level. Everything I bring into my life, life seems to be good. Physically, I'm taking care of myself. I, you, know, you drink your water, you eat healthy, you work out. You feel like you're in a, in a good space. That does not mean once, once you get there, life is perfect. But it won't put you in a, in a you know, a, a a space where you crumble when seeing bad things happen. Like I said, you your car gets stolen, your money gets stolen, um, you get fired, or you might meet someone on the streets who's you know very defensive or for whatever. You even meet someone and you say the most innocent thing, and they get super defensive, and then you feel like you're in this weird altercation with someone and you that you don't want even care to be in. Like stuff happens. Understanding that, but your attitude in it determines how it's going to go out. So, and I think you should tell yourself is how do I want this to turn out? Think when we come more in tune to you know our, and, and it seems kind of selfish, but it's not. We come more in tune to our own reality, meaning that when you look, when you see yourself, you see yourself objectively. You can see where you are. You can look at it. You can be thankful for it and be proud of it. It turns, and and you realize, you know, for instance, um. Uh, for instance, just say you have to be at work at a certain time, and you have all these things you want to get done in, in that day, so you're putting your time out. You're actively making a choice of how you want that day to turn out, and that's, that goes for your entire life. For instance, you go back to you as toxic ex that you know is not good for you, and then things don't work out, and you're so confused, and you feel so upset. You're like, I give all my love, I did this on the third, and that's nothing. That's one thing where you're just you're not taking accountability for your actions. So you say, you know what? Another thing we do is we don't berate or put ourselves down when we make mistakes. Because I said you're not perfect, but you must learn and you must do better, though. And you say, I made, I made a mistake. You did. I went back. I shouldn't have done that. 
things to turn out. I knew that who that person was and how they show up and how I show up, and I got the same exact result. It's not a shocker. It took a leap of faith. It didn't work out. You're not a bad person, but to keep doing that, like I said, it turns into a choice. I feel like you can no longer blame that person. For instance, you know, you know that person is not good for you. The person is not really respecting you, giving you the things that you need, and yet you continue to show up in that situation, getting the same thing you've always gotten. And you and you're praying to God like, why? Well, what have I done? I'm a good person. Well, you've done it all. You've done it all. That's why I said you have to view things objectively in your own life and, and, and come to grips with your own reality and understand that how things turn out, exactly how they turn out, is all a consequence of your actions. It all is. It all is. And you don't get those moments back. That's why I said you have to, you don't get those moments back. So like I said, 21-year-old, I'm sorry, 25-year-old teeth was, was depending on 21-year-old teeth. So I, I let myself know, like, you know what, I wasn't perfect. I didn't know these things. And I was thinking I was doing the best I can, which we all were. So now I tell myself, 30-year-old Teak is depending on Teak today. So I tell myself exactly how I want things to turn out when I'm 30. Now, mind you, that that's what I want. That's exactly what I want. It could be way better or it could be something completely different. But at the same time, what I do understand is that no matter what happens, if I'm not dead, I'm still breathing, you know, I'm still walking around here, it's not the end. People take failure as meaning the end. Like, like, I don't know what I do now. Like, you you planned your life and held your life on this one thing, this one thing. It's like there's, that's no way to live. I was think, listening to this interview with uh, J. Cole. He was talking about how it was always, I want to say when he got it. Okay, well, now I want this. It, it, like, it never really ends. So sometimes I think even though we are trying to, even though I think it's important that you understand that the future you is waiting on you, don't put too much emphasis on thinking about the future and put, and put most of your, your, your time energy into what's happening now. And what I mean by that is, like, exactly your space, exactly where you are. For instance, you know, you're thinking about someone who hasn't text you back. They text you back in a few days and you're upset about it. Your, your mind is so focused and hijacked on this one situation, you're not even in your own reality. You let time, and time just goes by. You don't get none of that time back. So if they're not physically there with you or really in, in, you know, your situation, stay in tune to who you are at this very moment, like I said. And when you start to do that, I feel like you, I feel it's more powerful. I feel like you gain this sense of power over yourself in your reality. It's not like um, if you can't be a victim that way. It's like this happens to me. This is that birth happens to me. You, when you are more in tune with what's happening right now. You realize the cause and effect of your actions and your decisions. And it's nothing. Like, don't act too hastily. When something invokes a, a strong emotional reaction with you, do never react. And how to teach myself that. Never react. Take time. Like, you can step away, but don't react where I'm saying you're making a decision that will ultimately have a certain consequence because you have to, when you're upset, you're never in the right mind. Your judgment is impaired. You can't ever really think Think straight on that, make the best decisions because you're you're going off that emotion. If you're sad, you're putting that out. If you're angry and negative, you're putting that out. You know, period. So the thing is to always take some time to calm down and think about these things. I know people have said this to plenty of us before, but it's critical in the problem-solving process when you decide things are going to turn out in your life. And it seems like Oh, it's, it's easier said than done. It is. 
is a lot easier to sit down because I said it takes time. Because when you're so used to doing things a certain way and being a certain way, you have to retrain yourself, retrain your subconscious, retrain your, your you know, your focus and, um, and basically who you are. You don't like that you're that you're so negative and you're always having these, you know, negative emotions. The smallest things bother you. You know, you have to get to the root of, of why you're so bothered, you know, and change your perspective and understanding that these things happen. You said yourself. You pour yourself a glass of milk and you drop the glass of milk. It happens. You know, and I said these small things because I know people, we all met someone where the smallest thing can can invoke like the most, you know, crazy reaction. You're just like, who cares? You know? I've seen a woman, I'm not going to say who this is, who her fan broke. And she just flew into a rage. She was so upset. She was so upset. And, I, and I'm just, I remember just thinking to myself, like, you know, okay, uh, I felt bad. I'm like, well, let's, you know, buy her another fan. You know, maybe she'll make her feel better. And she got the fan, still was making smarts about it. I'm like, okay, you're choosing to be this way. You're choosing to be upset. I don't know if you want attention. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what you need, but that's all within you. Just because you're upset, I'm not going to be upset. So that's all within, that's all within you. I think, you know, we have to understand that our feelings are, are ours alone as well, so meaning like how you feel is yours. How, how, so you so you are, are full responsible for your feelings and your situations and things that, that you end up in. I'm trying to make sure I say that in the right way. And that's one thing that I do have understood about myself. For instance, you know, and I can convey that to a person like, hey, you know, I was hurt by that or this, you know, didn't I didn't like how that was or this that and the third. I, I try to be open and honest about who I am because number one that creates boundaries about how I'm treated and how I'm approached. Two, I understand. I, it helps me take more accountability for how I am in every situation. For instance, uh, like I said, going back to like the most obvious example would be like with a net or a person that you're with who you see is really not the best person for you. They they have they do not have your best interests at heart. If it comes down to it and you're, and you're being objective, it comes down to, like, your emotional well-being and, you know, how you're feeling and who's showing up, if you're okay mentally or emotionally, like, they don't care about that at all. You can literally be living a, a nightmare, miserable, right next to them, and they they don't care. If they're going to take advantage of that, your vulnerability and your – uh, your depression or whatever's going on, and, and you can see that actively that they're feeding off of that purposely to make themselves feel good because of how low you are and draining you. And when you you can recognize, I have two choices. I can sit here and try to make this person see the value in me. I can literally say I'm good because number one, that didn't work out. That's fine. I can't change them. That is who that is. And if you like to say, listen to my last show, I talk about the cycle of abuse and how to end that and, you know, constantly being in toxic relationships and understanding, you know, how you show up in them. But there's going to be someone else that comes along. People don't understand that. Even if it, it, and it might not happen immediately or it might. And people are so scared of being alone. And I used to be the same way and I got over that because I realized, like, I wasn't really experiencing life, and that's the main thing that I want people to do while they're here is, is really experience this time while we're here in the best way. If we're going to be here, we are going to be here, I'm like, why not have a good time? Why not be happy, right? Why not? And the point, the point that I'm, I'm trying to make is that it's all up to you. And I, and I can 
Jesus tells us to put the most of emphasis on your decision, your actions, your attitude. It is. It's not a, it's not a negative thing, and, and it doesn't mean you're a bad person because you're not the best person you feel like you what you should have been in every situation. You might have been with someone you took it for, you did take for granted. Because you was focused on, on the wrong things. You know, I'm trying to say you might have had a job that you really liked, and again, you did take for granted, and then you don't have it, you wish you had it back. You might have had a certain situation, apartment, uh, opportunity. And for hey, I was my, my mindset wasn't right. And I laugh at it now, you know, it does make me upset. I think about, you know, all the things I've done and said and told myself and convinced myself. It it, it doesn't bother me at all anymore. I laugh. It's like I, I didn't know. A quote, uh, like I said, you know, uh, when I was younger, you know, my mom told me, you think you know everything, but you don't know nothing. And a quote from Socrates, he said, the one thing that I do know is I know nothing. And I, I started to understand that. Like, I, I don't. I don't know anything. That's one thing that we, we don't really know anything about, you know, basically I'm, I mean about, like, what's going on outside of us. That's really what I mean. You think, for instance, you might you know, jump to conclusions, like I said uh, before, when you're thinking, like, oh, why the person aren't, aren't taking you back, or you're putting yourself in these crazy scenarios, but you, we really don't know anything outside of ourselves. So when you get to decide that the main opinion that matters is yours, the main how situations turn out is completely up to you. Like, you have the complete power over that. I don't care. Even if you are with someone else, like I said, um, it's still how, how that situation turns out is, is up to you. Now, you can't control it with what they do, you know, and, and like I said, you might pick someone who, you know, due to, like I said before, the cycle of abuse that's really not the best person for you. You still get to decide how that turns out. Do you want to stay in that and keep being like that? Or do you want to leave? You know what I'm trying to say? If you meet someone, you might want to meet someone who is just committed as to becoming a better person as you are, and this and the third, and they, they expect a lot from themselves and from you, then, you know, they expect you to show. But you get to decide how you show up, how you want that to turn out. Hey, we're going to be strong. We're going to work on this, this and the third. I'm gonna, you know, lose weight. I'm gonna work on my spiritual health. It's, it's, it's never a situation where it's an external source that's responsible for how things turn out for you. Even when the even even when the worst of the worst comes along, and you feel like you're facing a huge wall, you get to decide how that turns out. You get to decide how you show show up in that. I think one of the uh, one of the best examples of courage that I've seen in a long time, I have to say, is uh, Colin Kaepernick. I think we you know who Colin Kaepernick is. He was a, a football player who didn't get picked up, you know, I think in the next draft that came around. Um, if you know more about this, then sorry if I'm not saying it right. But how I think what happened was he decided to take a knee during the national anthem as, as a protest against police brutality and genocide of minorities in this country. He got tired of no one really talking about it. He got tired of seeing every you know, a few months, it's a huge story every day or every week. It's, you know, more stuff in the news, the papers, or the public records, whatever, of, like, unarmed black men being killed by the police. I think uh, one of the recent ones before he took a knee was the man who was uh, had a patient who was, a, who was mentally ill who, who got out. He went looking for them, and he was sitting in the middle of the street playing with a car, and the police was called. He pimped a toy car, the, the mental, mentally ill person. Police showed up saw him, made everyone get get on the ground, and shot him with, on the ground with his hands up. And it got to a point where Colin Kaepernick was fed up with seeing this not nothing happening. And he sacrificed so much, and I feel like that was such courage to me. That's such courage that he sacrificed everything for people, for people for what he truly believed in. But that matters to him. 
you know, what, what mattered to him is like he couldn't just stand by and say nothing and do nothing with his platform, with his status, with, with seeing all that, you know, with what's happening. He understood, you know, his privilege and, and, and his reality of what's happening. And he knew that he could lose it all. But I think, like I said before, it's, it's, it's very important that we understand that we only hear this one time. And this one time, all the backlash he received, you know, losing his career, things might have not have turned out how he thought it was going to be five, like, okay, what, 10 years ago? Off the leak, he probably didn't, you know, plan that out. But at the same time, it comes to the point where when you're in a moment and you have to make a decision about, you know, what's more important to you, what are you going to stand for while you're here, what are you going to do? It comes down to you and your choices. Now, think about this. If he chose not to kneel, if Colin Kaepernick chose not to kneel and in protest, he would still be in the league. He would still have his endorsements. He would still have his money. I mean, he has endorsements now, but he would still have a life where everything that he thought about and prayed for or this and the third, he would still have it, right? But to him, you know, it was just like, no. Nah. He made a he made a decision, a brave one. He sat there and, and in that moment he, he got he got on his knee. And everyone came at him and, and you know he did? He got on his knee again. Every single day, because you know why he, he said this because this is this is his life. This is he's not living for the opinion of others. So brave to me when you disown, you know, people's, you know, negativity and feelings and, and they're plain they're plain, you know, I'm trying to think of the word. What's the word? Um their willingness to misunderstand you and what you, what in your message. Like, for instance, not once did he, you know, make comments about, you know, the the troops or disrespecting the troops. He never meant to be against the troops. His whole point, his whole emphasis, everything he was talking about, he, he backed up about, you know, the police brutality and injustice um, that's going on in our country towards minority people, right? And it comes down to, like, how brave will you be when it comes down to your life? Like I said, I, I, I'm so afraid to leave. I'm, now, I'm so excited to leave and, and experience the world. Like, I tell my, tell, uh, my mom, like, you know, I want to go overseas. I want to travel. And I was so afraid to travel because it was so unknown to me. That's the only reason why I didn't travel, even out my state, because it was unknown. But I realized that I can live my whole life and never experience all of the things that I want and just, here and right in my little corner of the world, which is easy to do. It's so easy to do, but I'm like, you know, I'm only here this one time. This one time is the only time that I'm here, only time that you're here, only time that we are here, and we get to decide how we're going to be while we're here. I don't want to just, you know, just go through life and then we're done. Like, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to really live it. And that's why I want everyone to understand, like, you are the master and the creator of your reality and how everything turns out for you. So by understanding that, it's it's like that's why I feel like when you really start living, when you really get in tune with you know what's happening, when you really start to see the world, see everything in it. You know what I'm trying to say, and and realizing that this is your like I I think of my life as like a movie, like this is my movie, and I'm watching it right now with my own eyes. I'm watching my life play out in front of me, and I decide like what I want to be a part of, how I want things to turn out. You know what I'm trying to say? Even when you feel like, you know, an external source is making a decision for you. For instance, like I said, when I got fired, you know, I couldn't control that. I couldn't say, nope, I want to say, this is this is not exactly how my life is turning out. Nope. So when that comes down to that happen, it's like, how do I persevere in that situation? 
And I think the best thing for us to understand or what I want you guys to understand and to do is that when bad things happen, don't lose your cool. Accept them as a change. And be excited for this next thing that's happened, a new change. Be excited for that because it's a whole new chapter. It's a whole new thing in your life. Never be afraid of that. It's a good thing. You get to experience. You get to make more memories. You get to, you know, decide how those situations play out. It's up to you. You get to decide. And I feel like that goes back to taking your power back, feeling, you know, the power you have over yourself, you know. So, so I'm coming across, you know, close to the end of my, end of my, uh, on my notes. But the main thing that I want you to understand is don't get too hung up on the past. Don't really, you know, I know sometimes we think about things that we didn't show up in the best way or we didn't, they, they didn't play out the best way, and that's okay. Don't get too hung up on it. And because when you do that, you really, you already control your future because now you're trying to, you know, work in defense of who you was. You know, they just say, hey, I didn't know. I made a mistake. I wasn't, you know, I, I, I didn't know, but now I have information now. Now I get to decide what I want to do with it. You know, now I understand that I won't put myself back in that same situation. I won't, you know, spend so much time, you know, and let time go by without, you know, working and achieving a certain goal, putting time, effort into this, saving the money for that, you know, because for instance, cause you get to decide every situation. I think we all can think about times in our lives where when things came out and we know we're upset, if you really think about it, it was all, all on our accord of how we acted behavior and our choices. To get 10 more minutes of sleep, maybe 10 minutes of late for work, and your boss is upset, you chose that. You chose to be, you know, late. So the main thing that I want you to, to leave you guys with understanding, and, and I want you to, to take this as your power, that in your reality, you are the master. You get to decide how things turn out. Future you is depending on you today. Like, really get in tune to your, rea- your reality and become a master and creator. Everything is out there. You just need to go get it. You want to be a millionaire? You can. I mean, it's, it's, it's like you feel like you can, but it's out there. You want to own a Ferrari. You want to, you know, live in London. All, if, if it's tangible, if it's out there, you can go get it. It's up to you. It's up to you if you get it. We all know that because there's no reason why you can't. There's no reason why, like, why not you? There's no reason. I'm pretty sure you probably convince your thing. It's yourself, the reason you, you, you alone convince yourself why it couldn't be you, why you, why you can't, why this and the third, this and the third. That's all BS. This. I don't care what it is, how small or how big, if it's in this world, achievable and reachable, you can have it. And understand that you are the master, the master and the creative of your reality and your of the, of the of the universe of the universe. And how things turn out is completely is, is completely up up to your own record. I'm gonna understand that. Like, you have to take a risk. You have to be bold. You have to be fearless. And that's one thing that I did, you know, get from the sacrifice that Colin Kaepernick make. I think it was so beautiful and so poetic, and I was so inspired by that. And. So I want you guys to to keep that in mind as, as you grow up in the world. You know, it's like I can't waste any of this time. This is all the time that I have. It's all mine. And how you want it to turn out, regardless how other people feel about it, you know, how you show up not for them, or regardless how um, if they get upset or, you know, they feel like you're not really living life how it should be lived. And there's no way to live life. I hate people say that, you know, like, 
You're getting married too quick. You had kids too quick. You had kids too late. You're getting married too late. It's about time you got married. It's about time you graduated. There is no timeline for any of these things. There is not. Your life and how it turns out is up to you. And you you cannot live if you're only living for other people and, and their opinion. You're going to make yourself so miserable because it's never going to turn out how they want it to turn out for you. It's only turn how you want it. Like I said, when my sister asked, you know, asking a certain question about, you know, making a certain life decision, she was like, you know, one of her main things is that she didn't want to disappoint anyone. I'm like, what, how do you feel? Tell me your opinion on this situation. How do you want it to turn out? That's what I want to know. And she didn't say anything. She just said, she said, you're right. And she just sat there and thought. And I, just, and I said to her, I'm like, listen, I, I can tell you my opinion, but I'm like, whatever you do, I'm going to support you. I'm like, if you want to keep doing this and that, do both. And I'm, I'm saying that because I don't want to put too much of our personal information out because she listens to the show. But anyway, you can do it all. You don't have to, you know, give up two things that you love. I'm like, and I told her, like, there's a way you can do it and you can figure it out, you know, and especially with the situation is I know she can do both. And I'm like, don't let nothing, because you have to get something up right now that you really, really love. That's like, even if you leave it, it's going to come back. It's still going to be there for you. It's not like when you go do this one thing and you come back, it's gone. You know what I'm trying to say? So you're afraid to let it go. No, it's still going to be there. So don't, you know, be afraid to take a risk because you're afraid of losing something, especially something like, you know, the situation that she's in that's still going to be there. It's not going to be, you know, gone, for instance. I'm trying to think of a, a specific example of a situation. For instance, say um, you want to leave school and go, you know, for a prestige or internship or for this project and say, you know, I really want my degree. This might not turn, this may not even work out the way exactly how I want it, but I know for a fact if I get my degree, I can leave the third with it. So you completely dismiss that opportunity that you really wanted or that, that, uh, that, you know, would have been great for you. And I think it's important that we do, you know, understand and, you know, indulge in other cultures and, 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 you know, talk to people and gain more perspectives on certain situations. But the point that I'm trying to make is school is going to be there. Even if you have to, you know, start over, you, you still can go back to school. But certain opportunities and certain situations that you don't get a second chance on, not not a thing. You, we do not get a second chance to come back and say, you know, let me redo that. And I decided that that really wasn't the best choice. I, I was, you know, just afraid to try it. Now, now I'm more confident already. No, it's too late. It's it, it's it's too late. You have to, you know, really can't be afraid to take risks. We're not going to be here forever. So if if your main thing is, you know, well, I don't want, you know, I'm afraid of, you know not living or just end of the third, which is a understandable fear, you know, being afraid of not living. But if you're living and not living, it's just, that doesn't seem, it seems like a waste of your time. It does. To me, it seems, it seems like a waste of your time to not really experience life. And you might say to yourself, well, I have a good job, have a, a good enough job to make a this, this amount of money. Well, what do you need to do to be in a better position? Because it's not like those jobs don't exist. What do you need to do? And, and 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 understanding that, you also need to be patient. Trust the process. Don't expect things to happen exactly when you want them to happen. 
trust the process. You know what I'm trying to say? For instance, well, I want to work here in three months, and you get the job in six months. Understand things happen exactly how they were supposed to be. The universe is always creating balance. There's a balance that's always being restored, and things are happening and coming to you exactly what it needs to be. Maybe there's an enlightenment that needs to come to you or a person needs to come into your life, and, and they and, you know, the universe is waiting for things to work out where they come into your life, and this happens or a certain situation, or you need to, for instance, you might think, dang, I'm so glad that it did happen six months ago. I got this paid off. I got that. I met you along the way. Or um, I restored my relationship with my mom or my dad or my kids. You know what I'm trying to say? I got closer with them. Or, you know, or I was able to take more time to get in better shape. Whatever it might be, things are always going to work out exactly how they're supposed to. Like I said, there's no handbook of how it's exactly supposed to play that because it is. But we, we will all have that book. We all be taking notes, getting trying to get that done. Like, oh, it's so easy. It's a step by step process, and that's how that happened. That's not, you know, that's not it. And like I said, like your opinion is, is, is what matters the most in in every situation. It's important that we be, be supportive of each other. If they're not bringing harm to themselves or other, it's important that we do support each other, even if you don't understand. You know, you might not understand completely why. Even if they, they said it to you in, in the best way that they could and you still don't understand, but even though you do love that person, it is important that we do support each other. It is important that it, it means a lot to that person, especially that person means a, a lot to you. It's like you, that you do show up for them. For instance, you know, I value my relationship with my sister and my uh, best friend Vivian. So, you know, and I'm, I'm interested because I, I do value all this shit. That's something that's important to me to have in my life is a strong relationship with them. So if I talk to them and, you know, they have something going on, I'm going to show up and I'm going to support because, number one, it means a lot to them and it means a lot to me having them in my life. So it is a point of you that you are. So I feel like that's another form of being selfish too. And that's not a bad thing, by the way. That's not a bad thing because say, hey, you mean to keep your note. I sincerely want to because that's how I respect and value you. Period. It's, it's a it's a want. It's a literal want of you know how I want these things to turn out. I want to keep this relationship. I want to maintain it. I want it to be strong. So how can I do that? How do I want that to? How do I want this to play out? You know. So I think that's something when it comes to the rooms of relationships as well. You know, with uh, people outside of you is when you care about something, you appreciate it, you value it. Period. It's not hard. Now, for instance, if I was, you know, an inconsistent, you know, sister or friend or never really showed up, didn't show real interest, like I said, you know, and they make make the decision to say, that's a lost call. I'm, I'm not really going to mess with you anymore because, you know, I'm trying to say, and then I might go, well, oh, you know how people do. They try to gaslight you. I'm trying to make you feel guilty for leaving them or just the third. But I'm like, but no, all of those things was because of your actions and your decision. That's how those relationships ended. That's how that situation ended. That's why that thing crumbled. It's you, how you show up. It all circles back. It all circles back to your choices. That's one thing I need to understand about, that I want us to understand about, you know, living in this world in our reality is that we have the choice of how things turn out, especially, and I feel like, you know, us in living in America, we're so privileged and we get so, you know, used to, you know, having, you know, certain things at our at, so easily at our, um, at our grip that we can you know, for instance, like even just eating clean water. Some people don't even have that privilege. But you already have a, a really good head start above a lot of other people to get things done. And, and I feel like it's 
so disrespectful to yourself. Like, even to have just self-respect, it's so disrespectful to yourself to not show up and take advantage of this or to negative, to be um, entitled, all these things, you know, that and to, to I really put, you know, the most hateful or, or disrespect out to other people or even have people in your life just for you to disrespect. It's so disrespectful to yourself, period. It's so disrespectful and it's so ridiculous for someone to, you know, so, like, everything is because other people want my life just the way it is. I feel like it's the most ridiculous thing, and we all know people where every situation in life, they, they, they have found a way to blame every other person. Right? Every situation. They, it's not even one thing that you probably ever heard them say, yes, yeah, you're right. You know, I didn't make the right decision. I did this and the third, you know, but it goes on. I have to make it right I, by doing this and the third. Things are going to be better. Things are going to be this. But it's always something or someone else is the reason why they are the way they are. They have they successfully done it. And people like that, and so, like, never really never really get to a point where they can succeed or, or, or do better or, or ever be happy because if they, they chose not to be really. They chose not to really be in tune with the reality and who they are. They, I feel like when you're not in touch with reality, you, you do that. Or you're really, really not in touch, like really, really in tune with the reality and everything. For instance, even when it comes to cleaning up your house, you're picking up, that's the whole, that's still part of your reality, still part of the movie, the most tedious, boring, boring task. It also has a reward, you're not going to turn, decide how it turns out. You got We all here doing laundry, folding laundry, but you won't clean clothes. Now, the result is you ain't got to do it. But at, but at the end of the day, the result is you're going to have dirty clothes. Now, you have to live in that because that was your choice. You have to stand by that. Don't be upset. Like, oh, I'm tired of doing this. No, you, you have to make that choice unless you, you know, uh, a billionaire clothes every other day. And hopefully you're giving other clothes to charity if you're not going to wear them because that just seems like a gross misuse of your time and money. But the point that I'm trying to make, I feel like I've made abundantly clear, is that you are the master and you are the creator. You really are. Um, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't do that. You know, accept things as they come go. Let your life flow in the way that it's supposed to flow. Don't ever be upset. For instance, if you, like I said, if you set a goal for three months, but happens in six or happens in a year, that's fine. But every day that you're in it, you know, love the process up to it. You want to, you know, get in shape. Let's say you want to get shape, get fit, easiest goals to achieve. It's all about what you put into it. But at the same time, on the way there, enjoy that process. You know, be proud of yourself. Every day you got up and worked out. The first day, the second day, the fifth day, the, the tenth day, the hundredth day, the ninetieth day, the two hundredth day, whatever whatever it is, the this many pounds lost, this weight gain, this, you know, tone, whatever it is. But in that moment, even from the first day to the last, be in tune with your reality, you know, be in that experience, you know. Don't just let it pass you by because you're so focused on the end result. Because I say, life is going to happen exactly the way it's supposed to happen, happen you and for you in its own time. You know, the outside, the external source is not concerned about exactly how you want it to look and feel. But it, at the same time, you still are capable of just deciding how things turn out for you based off their decisions. Now, understand every decision you have has a consequence. That doesn't have to be a bad thing. A consequence might be 
the bonus, you get a reward, you know, you get uh, acknowledgement, you get appreciation, you get love, or, you know, you, you might lose something. It's been taken away from you. But understand that everything is a consequence of your actions and how you show up. You want to lose weight, so you work out. The consequence is you lose weight, and you're in, you're in a, health, a better space uh, physically, meaning like you're healthier. And I just want you to keep that in mind with everything that you do. So you, and, 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 and the main thing, except for me, it gave me a sense of power over myself. You know, when, when you become a victim, I feel like you regain your power. Just a victim to, you know, just the way life goes. You regain your power back to who you are. And you get to decide who you are. And no one, no one can take that from you. So I just want you guys to uh, to keep those things in mind. Thank you guys for tuning in to listen to, to my show. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can press 1. If not, I will see you guys next week. Sorry, not next week, next month. <laughs> uh, that will be on uh, next week posting. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.